Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. Welcome to Shrink Money Vice. I'm Hank. It's December 19th, 2021. Now I'm doing my second one for today. And the topic is Gen Y investing. Now, I want to start by saying there that I have no opening, so don't think of this to any promotion. I, I don't want to have any more coaching clients or anything because I have enough and I charge way too much even if I have an opening and I don't have an opening probably for the next 20 years. But if I were sitting to work with someone today, the first question I would pose to them is, um, once they met the screening requirements and all of that, would be, um, have you read the E-Myth? If not, you need to. And have you read my book, Shrink Money Advice? Because, and you might want to start with mine because it's a much easier read, but both of them are very significant. First of all, I would recommend to see if they actually understand that the path that they're on is more learning not they'll never know enough in fact the more they read the the less they'll know they'll realize the less they know and when it comes to investing and and what would a gen y person or a gen x person do today if they were to get started and at the very end of uh, shrink money advice the latest edition chapter 21 i talk about millennials but really what i'm talking about are gen y and gen x money habits and the FIRE movement. And the FIRE movement really has to do with financial independence, retire early, and I really don't believe in that, but I do believe in working when you want to, how you want to is probably a better accurate depiction. So let me go through the 15 different items I talk about in that chapter, chapter 21. And later today I'm going to put it up hopefully uh, for free on Kindle so you can pick up Shrink Money Advice on Kindle for free. Um, and have a quick read and go to 21 if you want to review it again. The first uh, recommendation, save between 10 and 40% of income. Have that amount taken off automatically each pay period. If you are working full-time and living with parents, you must save 90% of your salary for future investments and also obviously to move out. So saving. Get in the habit of saving. Number two. Once you do that, place those funds in a high-interest government-guaranteed savings account. Don't don't invest in GameStop and crazy stuff. Just take that money and save it. When $10,000 or more is available, invest in a small duplex, living in one, renting out the other. That was number three. Now, today, you may need more than that. You may need 25. You may need 50. You may need 100,000 down. 
But if you're living in part of it and renting out the other part, you'll be favorably treated by lenders. You you also may qualify for some uh, insured loans. You need to check with uh, CMHC or your bank on that. You may need some assistance with a down payment. And if you're a parent listening to this and you have an adult child, what better gift than a uh, second mortgage for them? Give them a second mortgage or loan them the money or even gift them the money so that they can start on their investment career. Number four, and this one's huge. Move to an area where the cost of living is reasonable. Now, people will say, well, are you... Are you out of your mind? I live in Toronto. I live in Vancouver. I love the lifestyle. I'm close to this. I watch the Raptors. Or in Vancouver, I'm only a few hours away from the great skiing and the outdoors and the temperature's beautiful and all of that. That's that's fine. But again, this is about being a successful investor. Investor. And if you look at a number of these recommendations, a lot of it's about postponing gratification. You don't start out by living in this mansion where you leverage up on a, on a house that you're going to live in that, by the way, is an expense. There's no such thing as an investment in a personal home unless it's a duplex or unless you have enough income from it to justify the purchase. So if, you want, if you're serious about becoming a successful investor and, and being able to control where you work and how you work, then you need to move to an area where the cost of living is more reasonable. And with that theme, number five, separate wants from needs. Focus on needs 99% of the time. Look at how you spend your money every month. What percent is on needs and wants? At this stage of your life, you need to postpone gratification. You want to go on a trip. You want to go to Hawaii. You want to go to Europe. You want to go to... Well, you're 35 years old. Give yourself a break. There's no... Get another job if you're bored. You know, work two jobs, save more. But if you want to be an investor, you need to think about what are my wants, what are my needs, how can I live more frugally? Number six, never borrow money to buy a depreciating toy that has no value, i.e. car. I've made this mistake when I was young. I leased a car because an accountant told me it was a great way to deduct income from my business is have a leased vehicle. Well, what they don't tell you is it's one of the worst things you could do with your buddy. Buy a car you can't afford and pay cash. Don't borrow money to buy a car or any other depreciating asset. Number seven, give back to others. Don't wait until you're financially strong. Do this from day one. We can all afford to do this. And you may or may not agree with me, but when you when you give back financially, now people will say, well, I volunteer. Volunteering is great. You should keep doing that. But you need to write a check. It doesn't matter if it's for $5 or $10 or you, put, you go to the Salvation Army Kettle Drive if it's still... Um, you know, before Christmas when you get this, or go to a local soup kitchen, go to your grocery store. And and I did this this year. I just felt more comfortable giving actual grocery certificates to a food kitchen. So I know they were going to have to spend it on food. Not that I don't trust anybody. I just think it's important that we keep track of how we give to not-for-profits. So give back to others. Number eight. And part of this comes obviously from my uh, background as a re- retired psychologist. Avoid toxic people and relationships. 
they will drain you. They will find a reason for you not to take the efforts you need to be successful. They will resent your success. They will try to take you down. And not. And there's something that happens when you're around these people. It's almost, you know, in, in my book, Don't Be a Wimp, Raise a Strong Leader, I talk about the sponge effect when it comes to parenting. There's a sponge effect when it comes to being around toxic people. You soak that in. It drains you. Try to avoid that. Eliminate those relationships. Don't don't spend time with people who are like that. Number nine, seek out a mentor that has achieved or been successful. Someone who is where you want to be. Now, again, I'm not taking on anybody. I won't be forever again, probably. Um, but that's how some of the non-family mentors connected with me. They sought me out, or, or a family member may have said, you know, could you help so-and-so? They're in this business situation. Or whatever the reason, but seek out people. Don't be afraid to pick up the phone and ask. Buy them coffee. If it's virtual, see if you can spend 10 or 15 minutes. Respect their time. If you are lucky enough to get an appointment, don't ever be late and don't ever miss the appointment. I don't think you would. Number 10. Once you establish that base, begin investing in public companies that pay a strong dividend. Do this within a TFSA. Even though there are significant up, ups and downs, this, this uh, behavior that I'm talking about for Gen Y and X has to do with long-term savings. If you were to buy one of the bank stocks or um, a stock in Barrick Gold, um, it's not something you're going to flip or sell in a week. You want to keep them for quite a while. Number 11. Exercise at least five times a week. People who engage in regular exercise are more successful in all other aspects of their life. I work out seven days a week. I'm 65. I still hate it. I'm just telling you I, I walk the walk. If I tell you to exercise, I have to be doing it. And why do we do this? Well, we know from military research, <clears throat> if you will, they ask people that every day the first thing you do is make your bed properly because it sets the stage for the entire day. If you start your day with exercise, you can multiply the making bed effect by 10 because not only will you set a pattern and a routine and a discipline and a success experience where you say, aha, even though I hate it, I worked out this morning. Your brain for the next two and a half hours after that workout will have an incredible push of blood and oxygen which will improve your productivity beyond belief. You have, if you have ADHD like I do, it will make you more normal for about two and a half hours or longer. And over time, neural regeneration will make you cognitively stronger or make your brain better. There is no, and, and we don't even want to talk about what working out every day will make as far as your ability to fight infections like COVID. We only want to go there. Let's just agree that it's a good thing. And for the sake, Gen Y and Gen X is, there's no excuses every day not three times a week every day do most people do this absolutely not can most people work when and how they want absolutely not and it's your choice number 12 eat healthy food are you doing that now we all slip i i've been eating a little too much chocolate right now i have this chocolate thing that's probably going to be my downfall but um I also make a lot of soup and a lot of stuff from scratch, so try to eat healthy food. I think most of us know what that is. Um, if you, you know, don't do a fad thing, do a lifestyle, uh, do what makes sense. Number 13, in, in the book I explain um, when, when I found chi, 
uh, lying on a by a pool in Florida just randomly and um, I would I would actually add to this by saying start your day with um, gratitude it's a form of self-reflection that isn't cheap but certainly fits within that whole mind body experience so to do that you're going to need more time to self-reflect and meditate with no purpose activities like um, you know engage if you engage in gardening uh, you can change that activity to actually really, really look at what you're doing. Feel the soil, smell the grass, smell the um, flowers coming from whatever you're planting and so on. Or if you're planting herbs, my favorite thing, say basil or, um, oh, there's so many, so many, you know, Italian parsley, all the wonderful smells that you have when you, when you plant those. So get more connected. And when you find chi, it's pretty incredible. Number 14. Read at least one book per month on finance, real estate, or any other area of self-improvement interest. You have to be in the business of constantly refining your knowledge base and reflecting on your experience. This should be a pattern, a regular pattern. Don't read one book and do it. Certainly don't read my book and do it. The E-Myth is, is a great book to give you examples. Don't just read that book and do it. Just like the third book on my list when I talk to people if they're interested in real estate is Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Once you've read the first two, you get to that book and you're on the way. So, so please read at least one book a month. And number 15, love. And what's experienced, I mean, at many levels. And when we, we see what's happening today, and, and you know, I, we all have days. I had a bad day this a few moments this week where I was somewhat angry with a really a great contractor and I said some things I shouldn't have said and I apologized and the theme was right but the way I communicated it was wrong and so we have to I think and we all make these mistakes with stress and difficult situations where we may overreact or say things we wish we hadn't and, and I think we need to take a step back and and realize that uh, we love our fellow humans and, and, you know and that's not that level you know when I say number 15 love it's not just having someone close to you it's also uh, mankind in general and it really bothers me to hear today the device I mean I just had my third uh, booster and that's my decision I, I'm not suggesting that you need to or anyone just do what you feel is right but the hate that I see for other people who choose different paths than maybe other people choose. So the, you know, sort of the visceral, there's something wrong with you because you don't think as I do mentality is something we really need to stop doing. I personally don't care what anyone does when it comes to vaccination or not, or how, what they think, where, where it came from, or the shutdown measures. I have my opinion on things, and those are my opinions, and I base that on what I'm going to do in, in, in this podcast reference to investing. And But I don't, I mean, I'll sit down and have a coffee with someone regardless of what their vaccination status is. I don't care. Um, and, and I have to work at this regularly to see that often the behavior we see may not be reflected of the person. Often it is, but sometimes it's not. And so this is a, it's not just uh, recommendation 15, which is my last one, isn't just finding love in your life and someone you can share it with. It's about the love you have for other people, our environment, I believe, and other things that matter to you.
So this is Hank for Shrink Money Advice. All millennials and Gen Xs, 99% of them, will probably not do anything I've just <laughs> indicated on these 15 items. But I've got to tell you, the ones that do, the majority of them, are incredibly successful. The young people that I work with, the small group, are all now multimillionaires. They work when they want, how they want, in a very short period of time. They've been able to achieve their goals, and now the biggest challenge, and probably that's another podcast for the new year, and I've talked about it in the past, is how do you cope with success? Because that is a, you know, and I, I'm not very good at that. I um, have to work on that every day, and it's a, you say, well, that's a good problem. Well, it is, but it's also a challenge to make sure that you continue to develop and and do the things you know are important and give back to our, our communities. So again, I'm Hank for Shrink Money Mice. If I don't see you, you have an amazing time off. I may do another podcast or two down the road, depending on what's happening. I have one on uh, mutations that I may just download after this, or it may be another week from now. Have an amazing week and talk soon. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 